This is Everyday Photography Every Day, where you get to listen in on a chat between a photographer, that's me, and a regular human. That's me. With an eye on making your pictures amazing. No technical stuff, no talk of gear or software, just photography for the love of it. We're sponsored by Neomodern.com, bringing concierge photo printing and framing to everyone with a smartphone. I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neomodern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. Hey, Rubin. Hey, Suzanne. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm fine. It's it's ingenuine. I know exactly how you're doing. I've spent all day with you. I know. This is true. (laughs) But we can pretend that, um, hey, how are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's, I mean, I also feel like I always say really well, but I feel like I genuinely am doing really well. Because you don't have to sugarcoat it. I think people You can can take it. It's true. I don't care, but I think they might. I think they want to know. If you're not doing well, I think they want to know. I, well, I would like. I will let you know. I promise. If I'm if I'm okay. not doing well, if it's just a mediocre day, yeah, I will say, okay, mediocre. All right. I might be that's whimpering nice. at the same time. I think. But that's... I'm, no, I'm doing really well. Uh, we actually had a lovely day. We saw uh, Magritte. We that had was lunch. Cool. I know. It was great. Your friends are fun. Yes, they are fun. Yeah. I'm gonna keep them. They're good. They're good. Are they listening to us now? Do we have to say nice things because they're listening out somewhere? I, you know, I, I don't think... Well, we're not doing this live. We so. almost had a studio audience. Yeah. That would have been very funny. <laughs> we did. They, they did threaten to come. Um, fortunately, they decided to do other things. But yes. um, we do have a, a lot of interesting things to kind of yammer on about. Okay. You have a photo walk tomorrow. I do. Oh, uh, I you were invited to come. So there's a photo walk. It's starting at Neo Modern, and then we're probably going to go into Fort Mason and walk around and... Um, what do you do in a photo walk? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> I feel like I'm the wrong person. To, I, I, I think I'm in charge. I, I think I'm in charge of it. You're probably in charge. Well, I, but it's sold. It's sold out. It is. It's sold out. It's a. It's a. It's a meetup. It's a photo meetup of group. And, That's really cool. Yeah, and we. I can show them what's up at Neo Modern right now, and then uh, we'll go for a walk. I mean, I always wonder wh- why people pull their camera out. Like, why? What do you want to take pictures of? I mean, yeah. for me. I feel like it's a way to communicate what I, what my experiences are of the world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and one of the ways you do that, or I, I can only speak for myself. One of the ways I do that is just to <laughs> to stop and notice the things that I'm noticing. Like yeah. what what catches your attention when mm-hmm. you're out in the world? And most of the time, we're too busy. And you were saying, like, I asked you if you'd taken pictures. You're like, I'm too busy. I, I genuinely thought I hadn't taken a single picture since, I mean, what, in the past four days or something, three days. That breaks um, my heart. <laughs> I, did, I actually did. I mean, we. I, did, I do actually have some lovely pictures as, as well. Um, but they, I, in, my, in my mind, I was like, I don't think I've taken a single picture, which is awful. That was not work-related. Hmm. That was not, like, touring a space and taking photos. Well, it remind. I mean, I, I guess it reminds me that you know taking pictures is a pastime it's not being busy it's actually the antithesis of being busy it's kind of going slow yeah. <laughs> you know and and it's not stopping and smelling the roses but it is stopping and sometimes taking a picture of them right I for mean, you... me yeah it, it's definitely having the having to take a moment to stop although when i was driving home after our last recording i wish i mean in the future i'm sure it'll be possible but i wish I could take photos when I blinked because yes. I was on my scooter and it was the does. most beautiful. Um, it was I was driving through the tunnel. What is the tunnel called from North Beach? It's on Broadway. The Broadway it's on the tunnel. Bro- no, but it has a name, doesn't it? Like a I call it the Broadway name? tunnel. Okay, well, yeah. if you're yeah. going to call it the Broadway <laughs> tunnel, I will call it the Broadway tunnel. That's what I would call um, it. But through the Broadway tunnel. Yeah. Heading toward Van Ness, and there was, it, it just has such a kind of almost like yellow tile. Oh, it's a cool, it has a, ser- a serpentine 
swirl through the mountain or whatever you're the hill, right? <laughs> yes. Is that yellow? That, the, yeah, no, the, the yellow sides and the serpentine twist. Um, but also it was actually the lights of the cars that I could see that were on the other side of the tunnel were reflecting on the ceiling and their brake lights and, and headlights coming from the other side were kind of hitting, creating these beautiful streaks across. And I kept wishing I could just squint my eyes and like take a photo of that moment so I could show you and say, this is what I saw. This is what I wanted to stop and take a picture of. But I just, I, I couldn't. It was like pictures never taken. Well, I think that's an advertisement for, I don't know, snap glasses, Google glasses. Like that's Glass the holes. idea is that these things are always on your head and they're yeah. always recording. And if you stop, if you saw something you wanted, you can back up time and grab it. Um, that's certainly my experience. I bet it's everybody's, uh, f every photographer's experience. It's just like you look and you just see that moment, that instant, and you're like, right. ah, that would have been a picture, right? <laughs> right. That yeah. would have been a picture. Um, I f so uh, I think that um, when I'm walking around, at first it's awkward because it seems so overt. Like, oh, now I'm walking and taking pictures of the things I see. So when you like, so okay so like uh, you're you're answering like when you're when you're walking around and why do you stop what causes you to stop and what do you do I think like that's how important. do you overcome the impetus well, of just some things scream out take my like they want to uh -huh. be photographed and I don't like want them screaming out the question is what do I notice not what demands to be noticed hmm. kind of uh, and so I I'm always curious myself like what is going to catch my eye and the the thing is that things. Um, compose and uncompose themselves continuously while you're walking because yeah. of parallax, right? Yeah. As you move, the buildings are sliding around. And so as you, I go through these sort of periods of I slow down and the, the objects slow down in their motions mm -hmm. and they, and they form a little composition. And I look at the composition and I think, huh, that's interesting or cool or boring or whatever. That's, and then I move on and you kind of look around at stuff and for the most part, I find that sort of uninteresting. But also, I feel like you always have a practice. moving, you have an element of life in your photos as well. So it's sort of like, if it's there at the right time, great. <laughs> if yeah. not, then it's, then, it, then, then it's gone. Then it's like that moment is yeah, gone. Yeah, it just happened. You're and a sport. You, and you wish, it is a sport. And I do, I think usually I'm jaded when I start these photo walks for myself, not even taking a group. Just yeah. when I'm, when I decide today, when we were, I was meeting you at, at MoMA, mm -hmm. I thought I'll bring my camera and I'll go, so I'll walk and see what I see. Yeah. And it's and always. what did you see? Um, I'd have to look through my pictures. You know, I was interested in the way that sometimes down alleys, when you're looking down in cities, you look down an alley and at the other end of it, some it's a funny slice of whatever's out there. Yeah. And so I was noticing as I was walking the different things, the kind of vignettes that were created by that mm -hmm. slice. And then I was noticing when the thing at the end of the slice is a kind of a, a cliche, as a, is an icon, a mm -hmm. monument, like the ferry building or the Transamerica Trans building. Yeah. Am I seeing it in a way that's like, oh, like I see that building all the time, but that's a cool, that's a funny way to look at it. Right. Um, and so then I started looking around for that as mm -hmm. I'm walking down streets and I took some pictures and that was, that was sort of fun. Yeah. And then, um, there's always like people that you pass that are interesting tourists and, and stuff like that. But I'm, I don't like sticking a camera in their face. Right. I don't like that feeling, um, and you're taking pictures on your iPhone or on your SLR? Uh, that was with the DSLR, DSLR. My, my Fuji. And it's, you know, it, it, at least it's obvious you're taking a picture, right? right? You're holding a camera up. 
With the iPhone, you could actually be less obvious. You could be just checking directions. <laughs> you know, I'm or, real lost. <laughs> I'm, and I'm just holding my map up Very here, high. looking around <laughs> and looking at what I can see. Um, <laughs> that's funny. No, I don't. I don't like taking pictures of people in that sense because it is. It. I mean, it, if you don't feel awkward when you pull a camera out and point it at someone you don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe you're a sociopath. Like that's weird. That that <laughs> it's self-limiting. Like you just, and I know why people want to have zoom lenses so mm-hmm. they don't have to have that feeling like someone's like they're right in front of someone's face. But the zoom lens, of, we talked about that before, creates this funny, you know, inequality where yeah. I'm peering somewhere where they don't know they're being watched. Um, but so when you yeah. were, um, well, actually, at the the exhibit, did you take any photos? I did. Well, there was one that was kind of fun. Um, when I was a kid, there was a Yulesman that was on our wall called Magritte's Touchstone. Okay. And I I didn't have a strong feeling about the picture as a mm-hmm. kid. You know, it was just sort of there in the hallway as I was going out of my room. Um, but I didn't know who Magritte was. I mean, I was... Can you describe the photo? It was... Um, there was like a boulder in the sky, like a meteor and a, a woman lying on the grass in the foreground, just okay. lying there, not unaware that this thing is out there. How did it make you feel like when you would see that image? I don't know. It uh, Of the the pictures by Jerry Yulesman that like I grew up around, it was less creepy than others. Others were darker and had, had like negative images and mm-hmm. sort of a creepy, sexy iconography. This one didn't have any of that. So at some level, it just felt it wasn't as exciting uh, now that I think about it. This was like the hamburger tree over your... Yeah, I like crib. hamburger tree, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, that was cute. Um, so I didn't know who Magritte was, and it took a few years before when I finally found out who he was. I was like, oh, but I still wasn't... Uh, I'm, not, I'm not an art history student, so I didn't yeah. wasn't real familiar with his work. I knew he had some sort of floating rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was great to go to the show and see like a room full of floating rocks by Magritte. <laughs> and I saw, I was a little clearer why, why this thing was created. And it, of course, you could see the direct connection in a sense of the kind of work that Magritte was doing and the kind of work that Yulesman was doing. Yeah. You would, what were you thinking when you saw that, the, the Magritte? Uh, well, when I actually saw the... The Yuzman photo, I made me think of that movie with Kristen Dunst, um, where it's like the meteor is coming toward Earth, and she's, it's like, um, I, know, I almost said melanoma. It's not. It's like <laughs> melancholia. It is and, melancholia, and you remind me of Kristen Dunst. <laughs> am I the first person? I'm not the first person to say that, am I? You are the first person to say that in like 15 ye- uh, years because I really don't look like her. I, but you remind me of her somehow. <laughs> Maybe the character she plays in some. I don't uh, anyway, know. sorry, you you brought her up. I, I know, didn't. I, know. I wouldn't have done it. No, but, I just you took you took yeah. me aback. Okay, that surprised sorry. me. All right. Anyway, um, sorry. It's uh, it sort of reminded me of that. It was almost like because she was so peaceful and serene and kind of a, almost like oblivious and yet s- sleepy um, <laughs> to this kind of impending impending rock doom, doom mm-hmm. um, that was heading her way. But then you said you never saw it in movement. You just saw it as just kind of this, hovering above her. Yeah, and when I saw the Magritte um, actual paintings of these mm-hmm. rocks, I also felt no m- movement in I them. I agree. They're, I feel like they just hover. Yeah. So, I mean, once so, seeing the original right, made it, that it, have a different Yeah, I, I have a different feeling about the about the Magritte's touchstone. Um, and I'm glad that he has the connection to that work. Yeah. Of course he would. He's an art professor, yeah. right? But um, Are you ever inspired by uh, paintings or other art forms 
in photos that you decide to make or take? Um, not, well, in a kind of a, when I see stuff that is abstract, I wonder about abstract photography. I think mm -hmm. about it more, like, because it, 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 it has this sort of weird abstraction thing that photography does. It, it is abstract by being a photograph. Mm -hmm. But I also like think about when people make them abstract, when you're shooting through weird glass and funny angles and strange light. And I, I certainly, my work kind of has a lot of abstractions mm -hmm. in, in that sense. But I don't know. I don't really want to talk about my photography, I think. <laughs> I mean, I, well, but, but I'm... Conscious you know, decisions that you're <laughs> making while taking photos. It's more of like well, in the moment. Well, I'm just, I'm looking around... It's a lot of it is sort of practice to see if something if something is none. I don't like any of the pictures I'm taking while I'm on the photo walk. Usually, mm -hmm. they're just practice. I feel like I'm hitting balls on a tennis court. Okay, and just kind of feeling it's like the batting cage. Kinda, yeah, okay. because it's purposeful, and I'm seeing what I can see. I, it, but I'm almost always surprised. There's always anytime I go out looking around, even when I'm when I'm both when I'm trying and when I'm not trying. I'm always surprised. It's like, wow, you know, if you if you're just kind of looking, you will see stuff. You'll see something. You'll catch something in a particularly interesting way. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you um, give yourself the time, I think that's kind of what I struggle with. Is where uh, I mean, just to get back to what you asked me earlier about what was the what would you take a picture of in the past few days? And I thought nothing. I haven't taken a picture of anything. But it's because I feel like the past few days have been just a bit of a whirlwind. So I hadn't really given myself an opportunity to sort of stop and, and really look and see. But when I do, um, I, I really I really do enjoy it. But it, it has to be a conscious choice to say, okay, breathe, step, stop, look. Like if it's a matter of like, I see something and, you know, pulling over or stopping walking or whatever, you know, whatever I'm in the middle of, wherever I'm in the middle of going or doing, I have to kind of take a step out and be like, this, this is okay. This is great. I can enjoy this moment if I'm not actively going on a photo walk, which is actually why I'm really interested uh, about this photo walk. Are you going to join us? I'm going to do my best to oh, join. Yes. Wow. Yeah. It's good. I mean, being on a photo walk, some, there's something about having your camera out. Mm -hmm. You know, there are a lot of, there's a lot of similarities to hunting. I mean, I don't want to um, look like I'm endorsing hunting, mm -hmm. but there is something about the act of hunting, which um, if, if we move past the killing part mm -hmm. and just focus on the excitement of being out and having all your senses on and... Um, and seeing what you can get, I yeah. guess is the best way I would put it. And you know, hunters have their guns out because you don't know what's going to happen. And and a number of times I was walking where I thought, oh, I'm just going to keep my camera in my bag while I'm walking till I get there, whatever right. there, there is. And it's and I'd stop and think, oh, no, no, this is there. I'm there. It's a very existential <laughs> thing. It's like we're never there. We're always here. My mother used to say that to us in the car when we'd be like, Are we there yet? She said, <laughs> We're never there. We're always here. My mother was also Buddha. Just definitely. wow, she's super wise. <laughs> and her daughter came up with, you know, the cliche. What was your cliche? Get the cliche out of the way. <laughs> Gotta wait to make it great. I don't know. And now I mean, the I'm, and now what's this one? Uh, we're never there. We're only. We're always here. Man, I don't know. These are all pretty quality. <laughs> 
probably think. Do you want some merch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually joking to myself. I was thinking, that, joking to myself. Actually, I was laughing at my own joke to myself <laughs> this morning. But I was thinking about um, ridiculous things I could write that had to do with Boca on a T-shirt. Oh, God. And it no. was like, it was kind of a play on like, you know, like merci beaucoup of like you know, too much of like a beaucoup something. Um, and then it was, it was like beaucoup boca. Um, that was one of my favorites, but, um, but yeah, I just, I didn't quite get there. So don't do more with that. No, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want, we're, we're really supporting the use of boca. And I think we, just... I'm sort of boca, like a, an agitator. I don't want it to I don't want it to get better. I thought I don't you were going to say Boca agnostic, and I was like, no, sir, you are not. <laughs> I was, I know, I couldn't, I couldn't go there. All right, well, let's... Um, You're like, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Let's, let's, this is one of those moments. We should, I want to go through your pictures. Okay. And uh, let's see, and maybe the stuff from the the show. We could take a look at what we were shooting there, too. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to see it. All right. Awesome. Here. If this is for you. If this is for me, well... I mean, thank you all for listening. This one was uh, fun and rough around the edges. So uh, our show is recorded and produced in San Francisco. Go to neomodern.com forward slash podcast to see more information, our show notes, and additional photos. If you have a question or something you want us to talk about on the podcast, let us know that there too. And if you'd like to leave us a review or a rating on iTunes, we would really, really enjoy that. And thanks to jazz pianist Mitchell Foreman for our incredible theme music. We appreciate your attention, even on days like today, and we hope we've given you some things to work on and maybe think about. Until next time.